I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh my God, what a complete podcast. You're listening to Bandwagon. Welcome back, guys. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you, Bridge? I'm really good. That's great. Any particular reason or? Not as sweaty as usual? I'm sweatier, I would say. <laughs> We're both like either <laughs> ends of the scale, I think. It's just this weird weather. Yeah. Um, welcome back to Bandwagons. We've got a, a double whammy today. We're just flat out with the guests. We just can't get enough. Yeah. Me and Breed are just sick of each other. I would not have four people on a podcast if, except for these girls. I know. Yeah. We're, it's the only exception I'll make. We are absolutely delighted to be joined by the authors of Oh My God, What a Complete Ashling, Emmerich Lysett and Sarah Breen. Thank you for having us. Falcha. On our way here, we were like, there's going to be four of us. We have to make sure we don't talk over each other. That's what we said <laughs> when we were yeah. waiting for you. Breed is like, I don't know, four mics. I was like, no, we can't, we can't just ask one of them. We need like two. We I need all the voices. No, this is it. Um, so you're very welcome. Thanks. The third Ashing book in the series is just out. Congratulations. Thanks a million. Thanks, yeah, we squeezed it out. <laughs> it was a, a labour of love. A labour of love, indeed. Uh, for anyone unfamiliar with the series or they're listening now and they're like, who the hell is Ashling? Do you want to give us the spiel? Who is Ashling? Where did she come from? Where did she go? Where did she come from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Ashling's a character that Sarah and I came up with about 10 years ago uh, when we were, stu- were we students. Just, just about. Just, yeah. yeah we were young. <laughs> uh, always constantly hung over. Uh, came up with Ashling one Saturday with a hangover, just talking about girls that we worked with or had seen in college or whatever, and started giving all these attributes to her. And just kind of built her from there, not knowing at the time that we were basically writing, you know, a very uh, multifaceted character that and has now turned into... Ashling. <laughs> um, and then we told her, our friends about her and everybody was like, oh, I, they got it immediately. They were like, I sit beside an Ashling in work. Um, my sister's an Ashling or I am an Ashling. And then Emer made a Facebook page so we could collate all our little Ashlingisms because we used to text each other stuff like, yeah. Ashling can believe it's not butter and I'd all this stuff. I'd love to be able to get those texts back. Yeah. Like. And there was no group messaging at the time. So we put everything together on a Facebook page and our friends joined and then slowly the numbers just crept up. Yeah. Up. It went from like 20 people to 100 people. And but we were always able to kind of trace back somebody oh that's some such and such a person's cousin or whatever and then one day someone joined that we didn't know we couldn't trace them back it's like okay it this was, is yeah, a thing pa- now patient zero <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's mad the way it just completely grew and went from something that was just on social media 
to this story yeah. was it were you approached about that or was it a case of you recognized what you had created and you were like we have this story we can make an entire book series and a future film out of this oh no we're incredibly lazy so <laughs> <laughs> now this was years ago by the way it took years and years and years for this to happen it wasn't like overnight by any means yeah but we were approached um, by a book publisher but a few years previously we had been approached by a tv producer who was like okay look this character has legs what if I wrote a pitch for RT? Do you, would you like to be involved? And we were like, okay, will you do all the work? Oh, we were <laughs> like, hmm, you're going to do all the work and we're, our name's going to be consult on this. Um, and he got a greenlit by RT and then somebody went on maternity leave or whatever, things fall through the cracks. Yeah. Um, but we always sort of knew that the potential was there. Yeah. And then, yeah, Gil Books approached us then in 2016 and said, would you like to do something with this character? Because the Facebook page at that stage was maybe at about 30,000 members. So that's a big audience and they were probably thinking if even a portion of them buy a book, well, that's a good return on investment. Like, so mm-hmm. they were, I think, they, I thought, they thought we might do like kind of a joke, not joke book, but kind of like a, a gift know, a book, gift type book thing. kind of a compendium. coffee table book kind of. Yeah, yeah, or like, you know, those little small ones that you might buy at the tail. Oh yeah, like putting a stock in. Secret yeah. Santa. Yeah, stocking sized, like four ninety nine. And mm. me and Sarah were kind of like, if, we, if we're going to do something, we want to be proud of it. And why don't we just try and go for it? Like, I can't really remember the conversation we had about it. I think it just was that. <laughs> that was right. it. And Gil, Gil don't publish fiction. So we were like, this could be our chance to write a novel and to do it together. Because we did always dream. We had a dream of working together. We were both worked in the media, but never together. Mm. Um, so we went back to them and said, how about we do a novel? And our commissioning editor, Conor Nagel, was a bit surprised. And he was like, OK, put together a kind of a pitch, a synopsis of what the story would be. And we'll see if we can get Again, it done. They were probably thinking if, you know, half of the people in this Facebook group buy this book, it'll be grand. It'll be a success. You know, yeah. it'll be yeah. great. They they and us never imagined. I don't think it was really going to go as far beyond the Facebook page as it did. Yeah, because it's, am I correct in saying this, that it's the best selling book of... Between the two, the first two books, the, uh, Oh My God, I Want to Bleed Ashling and The Importance of Being Ashling, they are the best selling Irish published books of the century. Like that's absolutely that's in the best way possible. That's tapped. Like is when you think <laughs> yeah. about it, it's, it's insane. It's quarter of a million books. Like what more the than hell? quarter of a million books. Yeah. Just over a quarter of a million books um, <laughs> sold in the past two years. Like it's wild. Someone once described it to us as the white ladder of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in every house. There really is. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> Which I mean, I'm going to take that as a compliment. That absolutely is a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> but what were your backgrounds? You were saying you both worked in the media. Like, yeah. what were you studying and what were you working? We as? met in Ballyfermot, so we did general media, which was TV production, radio production, and journalism. So okay. a kind of a, a triplicate. And yeah, that's where we met and we both went on. I went on to work in radio mostly and Sarah went to work in magazines. And uh, yeah, so we both worked in media and worked, you know, sometimes it's a bit like, oh, this was an overnight success. And we we just kind of, but like we both worked hard in our writing and in our, you know, building our. And the reason that we were approached is because we had a body of work, you know, we had proven successful careers as writers. You know, we're not just two randos. (laughs) Not just two clowns. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you were my boss for approximately a week back in the day <laughs> oh, before yeah. before I abandoned <laughs> Daily Edge for radio, Newstalk. And you never mentioned your digital I, media I, career. I went, I went on, I used to work in radio for years. I was a newsreader and then I went on to work in the journal and dailyedge.ie, which is where oh, I used yes. to work. Yeah. Yes. So, was she I, a good employee? Well, I, I, I'm sure she was, but I... We, she I got was, that. As she, <laughs> rude. As she, she was I made redundant, I believe. Yeah, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, as I was, I was leaving Daily Edge just as Fanula was coming in. So. We were two ships passing the night. Two ships passed. Yeah. That's it. 
just as you were saying there though you obviously had a big body work behind you but did you find yourselves kind of having to justify who Ashing was and the story and where it came from because like it's not particularly typical given that it started as this Facebook thing that many could have passed off as a novelty or whatever yeah. did you come up against a lot of that or like I know obviously it's grown and it has this support now or were there people you would have met or people you would have talked to where you would have like I hate you and you just don't get it and you're just being very cynical about the whole thing or it would have been people who hadn't read the book yeah so people are just like oh this Ashton thing from Facebook it's just slagging off country girls whatever but I think even our publishers were surprised when they read the book that this is a fully formed mm. character and she has you know it's not just a jokey thing and she has a background and she has you know a whole there's a whole universe of characters that we created so it wasn't it, I don't think it was ever going to be a flash in the pan yeah. and if you write a character that's inherently unlikable or that you're constantly taking the piss out of nobody's going to engage with them yeah they're just going to be like why would I like this like it's not you know there has to be a warmth and we love Ashling. like we, we had been talking about her for 10 years and when we were writing the book it was it was kind of important to us to be for it to be um, for someone like my mom to be able to pick it up and get it like my mom Facebook she's just like oh it'll steal my money <laughs> so she like would never go near Facebook so I needed my mom to be able to read it and go oh I know who Ashling is and I understand the character and um, so we worked hard on that in the first book yeah we did we like rewrote the prologue several times so that we could get the tone right so that we're kind of joking about these country girls whatever but also you know it's yeah. us as well. Yeah, you can yeah. sense that, you know, we're not actually taking the piss. what's captured much. in that prologue of the very first book is that Ashling has a lot of traits that some might see as Lick Arcy or like too sensible or whatever, but they're sensible for a reason and she's a good friend and also she thinks she's right. She's not like a downtrodden kind of like, oh, I'm, you know, nobody likes me and I'm a loser. She's like, what's why, wrong with it? Why she really owns she, it. Yeah, yeah, she owns it. What's which wrong is, with having a trolley token yeah. on your hearing? It's sensible. It's yeah. smart. Everyone should have one. Yeah, yeah, it's a great Do balance. you guys have trolley tokens? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Well, I have one because I got one with the second book. I'm delighted. <laughs> a free one, I, even better. I haven't lit my candle yet though from this book. I'm stupidly excited. Oh, it's very nice, the I'm, candle. The scent is sea. Oh, <laughs> the, best, the best kind of scent, admittedly. Um, it's been very fast in terms of the writing process though. With are, It's been like one a, a year, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Every September we, we are around with a book, a new book. Yeah, first yeah. book was published 2017 and here we are in 2019 with the third book. So, yeah. Mad. And if anyone follows you on Insta, there seems to be a lot of, you're obviously very collaborative with how you do it, but like, how do you deal with deadlines and... <laughs> Or do we? <laughs> no, we, we, we always meet deadlines. We're great on deadlines. We, we will meet a deadline, but it's really it really comes down to it. Yeah, we'll have to stay up all night and do that work before the deadline hits. But no, we do hit our deadlines. But as we said, we're... Like we're, we procrastinate a lot and I think that comes from being a journalist as well like you leave everything until it has to oh you know God, you wouldn't yeah. have it in 10 seconds before yeah. it should be in yeah. yeah you hear like we now meet a lot of people who are in the publishing and writing industry and they're like oh I slaved over this for five years and, and we're like draft and you're like mm. <laughs> we're like mm, okay. three months <laughs> but I think it's just the type of book that our Ashling books are you know everybody wants one in their Christmas stocking every year now and we're like okay we can meet, <laughs> meet these demands yeah, yeah. So we asked um, our Instagram followers if they had any questions for you. And one of them was, how do you feel about writing, or how did you feel about writing the first novel and then the pressure to perform on the others after the initial success? We definitely felt that pressure. Yeah. Because the success of the first one was really unprecedented. Like we didn't expect it to be the huge success that it was. And then the publisher obviously was like, write more, write more. So there was a pressure for, to do Ashling justice and, you know, for to do the readers justice but with it you don't want to write just to keep readers happy but at the same time you don't want to write stuff that they're going to be like oh I can't believe you did that to her so a lot of pressure 
and it just increases with every book like the pressure for the third book because people were really very fond of Ashling after the second They're one so invested in her now it's like and <laughs> we get because we're on like Instagram Twitter and all the rest of it we get all these messages all the time which is brilliant and but it's feedback constantly and it's like people are like oh I feel like so warm and fuzzy after I finished it and I'm very fond of her and she I feel like she's my friend but then you know to to get a storyline for a book we have to really throw things at her and mm. challenge her and Sarah when we were writing the second book Sarah had to talk me down a few times because I'm very impressionable and all it would take <laughs> was one Instagram message going oh I hope X happens to Ashling and I'd be like well that's what we're going to have to <laughs> do that's what we're going to disappoint the fans and Sarah would just be like stop <laughs> listening to one person to, to say Susan from Long she would... doesn't control you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry like Susan. some kind of Ashling voodoo doll yeah. like just sending her so away so I kind of stopped worrying now that is actually a very Ashling trait just trying to please everyone yeah the other question we got was about your writing process and they were wondering like do you take a chapter each do you sit down together yeah Yeah. we typically take kind of a chapter each or a few chapters each and we only decide what's going to happen in the next say five chapters and we go right let's go away split up our parts go away and write those and then come back together because obviously we have to read each other's work to see what's happening next there can be continuity problems if we don't one of the biggest editing issues is continuity like it'll be like oh someone walked into an office on Tuesday and then whoops it's Friday (laughs) they come with a lift or like you know there was a the storyline in the first book where they go on holidays and they stay in and I don't know what they stay in in the end they were in different countries and everything yeah (laughs) it's like one one chapter they're in an apartment then they're in a hotel so there's a lot of smoothing out that has to happen but yes, like some of the biggest characters that are in the so say Sive, who's a character that appeared yeah, in the first book, and she's like a major character. But I think that was just Sarah, like just trying to get to the word count. Just get just somebody okay. has to walk into a room. Okay, who's going to be with her side? Come inside. Come inside. You're wearing so like a we, sack. We didn't sit down like a month before we wrote the book and said, right, we're going to have this character Sive. We're going to have this character. Like maybe she's going to reflect this type of woman, and then there's going to be Ashling. No, we didn't. It was just like Ashling would probably work with a hipster who she's yeah. like, oh, so many milks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the side was born and now she's just yeah so it's really that's a really positive aspect of two people writing the same book is because you don't like I don't know what Sarah's going to come up with and vice versa we do it all in a Google Doc so I'll just be like you know going to do my evening's work or whatever and I'll see Emer has done the previous two chapters and it's like any reader reading a book I'm just chortling away to myself <laughs> slapping my thigh <laughs> we were actually texting each other the other day and there's a character called Peter who's in the first book I saw this yeah so funny <laughs> and I think I texted Sarah and was like, God, remember the day you came up with Peter? And then it was like, or was that me who came up with Peter? <laughs> and we were editing recently and uh, like we had the manuscript in front of us and Emer had written lol beside like one paragraph. She'd written it. And I was like, wow, huge fan of your own work. Aren't you? <laughs> I genuinely thought Sarah had written it. And I was like, God, Sarah's so funny. <laughs> we but probably get the best outcome because there's two minds going exactly, into it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, you have to just put so many ideas into it and two people two yeah. minds lots of ideas so we, we'll finish the book say the first draft and it will be like it'll be a coherent story but there'll be so many continuity er- problems and errors and people with different names and everything so then or we'll everyone kinda, called Siobhan every, yeah, somebody, <laughs> or, I think when we were doing the first or second one we got a note back from the editor going it's, it's, it's great girls really well done but there are so many Sinead's <laughs> <laughs> like there are other names but like I would have always thought when you go to write a book you put in your friends names it'll yeah. be you'll think so much about it but I just sit there at my computer and there's a bookshelf in front of me and I just try and get the oh, names yeah, of the office like, like oh, okay oh, <laughs> <laughs> that could be Marion Keys <laughs> but yeah no then we'll kind of smooth it all out a bit before we send it back to an editor and then they'll read it and be like yeah a bit of editing work to do on this in terms of continuity and proofreading but you know we'll get there I'm sure like me and Fanula as well like you probably have no issue telling each other what's crap no because no. we don't have work. time to be you know and like 
we're very supportive of each other yeah. as well but like when we're going through it it's like I just don't think Ashley would say this and it's like yeah. fine that's fine we'll just change that to something else it's just how we work it works well like we, yeah. we wouldn't ever be like we get a lot of questions going on oh, you must fight all the time there must be a lot of problems it's like no like that's so counterproductive what what a waste of time to be rowing over stuff just get it done like and we're literally on the same page we want it to be as be- the best uh, uh, that it can be so you know yeah, you have to goal. take your criticism did you have yes, any like <laughs> your shit <laughs> <laughs> did you have any like preconceived ideas about what it would be like to write a book versus the reality of it now like I'm sure obviously it's a lot harder than you'd probably think once you get it done when, well, once you get going but when you only have to do half a book it's not that hard yeah. like we are each other's motivators that's, a, that's fair yeah yeah, yeah. The, it's yeah. the people who do it in the evenings in the hope of one day being published they are the real MVPs because we already had a deal we had signed a contract we were given money If we would have got sued if we didn't produce something so it's the people who kind of say I'm going to write a book and then hope somebody buys it off me like I know people who've done that yeah. and then it's just it's like, the traditional way people get published yeah so we were very lucky in that we were approached but we and we would tend we have that imposter syndrome and we tend to kind of talk ourselves down and we're trying to do that a bit less which we were like as we said we did have a body of work behind us and we yeah. obviously had some talent because people liked it so and we've done three times now like yeah. we're not one trick ponies but when we were writing the first one like we hadn't a clue what we were at we d- we people always think we're joking when we say we googled how do you write a book that is like that's what we did what did it say I uh, can't remember you need all a plot these kind of wiki um, characters yeah. I think um, it said you need a plot and we were like right plot I would have always imagined like if you were writing a novel you maybe have like a house by the sea and you just type away gently and we've definitely you've got sent, no distractions we've sent each other pictures of like writing nooks that you might see on Pinterest oh, and then yes. there's me with the cat walking across the keyboard and, and <laughs> links to writing retreats imagine how much we would get done if we spent a weekend in this um, but the reality is you're just doing it in the evenings or on weekends or whatever um, and yeah I would have always thought as well about the book launch you know that'd be a really exciting fun thing to happen but all of our book launches have been at the end of a very busy day of promo no time for blow dries no time for anything you get there and it's the, it's so like our wedding like our friends and family come we <laughs> greet them at the door we're like we're so happy you could join us on this special day <laughs> it's just it's not like how I would have imagined a book launch yeah, yeah. Like, it's no. always great fun it's always people are so happy for you um, but yeah it's not it's there is glamour but there's also <laughs> there's glamour somewhere yeah <laughs> describe how you felt when Marion Keys, as you just oh, mentioned God. endorsed Ashling and her words it was world very high-pitched I was, I, was, <laughs> I had picked I, I remember vividly the moment I heard about this I had picked my brother and his wife up from Electric Picnic and was driving back towards Dublin and my phone rang I think my, my phone was ringing it was Sarah and I was like I'm driving I'm not going to answer I but think also then, it's very unusual for me to attack somebody with a phone call I would <laughs> never do that to ring someone is so In aggressive so I was like why is she ringing like if I need to, to do to that other, I will like, text first and say I'm so sorry I'm just going to have to ring you the house is on fire and then I think you text me and you you were like answer your phone and I was like oh someone's dead here we go <laughs> hey, Sarah, so I and did answer the phone and you were just like oh, Marion Keys Marion Keys I think she had put it into her she does like a, a vlog like a video diary and I think she had talked about the book yeah. on the vlog and it was a, we didn't even know she'd received a copy of it we were like because we're such fans and we, when we were students and living together we used to always pass her books back and forth and so she was standing on her vlog holding the book and Sarah was just like incoherent down the phone going <laughs> it was amazing and then she sent us she hadn't 
I don't think she had finished it at that point because then she's, yeah. she made a, a Twitter group. She she made a little DM group with just me and Emer and Marion in it and DM'd us and said that she was such a huge fan and she loved it and everything. And she, she also had a book out that month. Yeah. But she's that kind of woman. She's so generous and supportive. She just wants to lift everyone up and there's no competitive nature or anything. She's just a tiny little angel. Yeah, and it re- <laughs> like her endorsement really helped like lift it off and for people to go well, I must have a look at this like I'll see her recommending stuff now and I'm like oh I must have a look she's at that she's trustworthy and then yeah. she connected us with our agent we have the same agency as her not the same agent and we would never like our agent is super fancy we would she would never have looked at us if Marion wasn't <laughs> like you need to check out these gals um, so she has been hugely influential yeah. um, you spoke just at the top of the episode about the Facebook group and about how it's obviously grown and that's great but obviously as we know it's a general rule with Facebook groups like the bigger they get the harder it is to manage and you obviously have people coming in that you don't know and inevitable trolling are you still well obviously you're not as involved probably as you were in the early days but oh we are do, do you find oh, we're the only two admins yeah, we're still oh really the only two oh yeah but who what, else would do it yeah <laughs> but what we did was pretty soon after the first book came out we were we, we, we let in some new members but because at that time every interview we did was about the Facebook group so we were getting so many member people influx of members that we kind of decided let's just shut it off let's yeah. not admit anyone else because it's becoming as you said it was becoming there was trolls coming in there was people who just hadn't a clue what it was about and just posting the same stuff over and over again so we just decided okay whoever's in now is in and no they're, more members it's been locked and ever since, it's been locked ever since. so like there have been actually no new members for nobody's two years getting in, nobody's getting out <laughs> So well, it's, are out I think right. it's about 49,000 <laughs> yeah. and like it's been going for 10 years so it doesn't have the same, it doesn't have, a, some of the earlier members would have left, people have grown out of it or you know it's not, you know you can't sustain the exact same content in a Facebook group for 10 years. Yeah. So it's changed a bit but the newer members kind of have a new sense of community and you know they do their own chat and whatever. We have very little trouble for a, mem- for a Facebook group of its size I would say it has very little trouble it's because we have to approve everyone's posts yeah. now so previously oh, people yeah. could post whatever looking for a dog groomer in Roscommon all this kind of stuff my mum lost her rosary beads on a plane can you help her find <laughs> yeah. them a lot like of that like and share please yeah like and share but that like must be f- so much work it would be a full-time job. Yeah. But now because people have to, have to the posts have to be approved, it's not so much. People know the kind of vibe. And you'd get yeah. the odd bit of sniping. Um, people going, oh, but you you know, you've made your money off this Facebook group and now you're like, you won't let us post it. Everyone's like, well, we didn't make our money off the Facebook group. Yeah. We created a character, which was then, you know, the foundations of a Facebook group. But the books that we wrote are based on the character we came up with 10 years ago. So... You know, it's the Facebook. It's, we're group not is, stealing anyone's no. content. No, the Facebook was, group it's is literally yeah. your content. Like, yeah, the Facebook group has been a brilliant community and continues to be. But like, I, I, me and Sarah's creation of Ashling, I see it as quite separate. So, you know. <laughs> and just on that, another person on Instagram asked if you've ever had any negative responses from people who were offended by the Ashlingisms. Um, not, not really. really. There was something, oh, some comment uh, once about how we have, I don't know, stolen the name Ashling from Ashling. Oh, Ashlings like, yeah, and... co-opted the name and if somebody <laughs> called Ashling doesn't want to be associated with our Ashling, it's not fair to them. It's like, well, you could literally say that about any name yeah, in the world. Yeah. I mean, I did. All the Harrys coming out after yeah, Harry yeah, Potter. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not a boy wizard. Yeah. How dare you? But it's actually been overwhelmingly positive. Like, there's so much goodwill out there for yeah. us. Like, when we have a book out, people are tweeting saying you know know, this is so great that women are doing this um the negativity has been very tiny amount of it we actually 
are anticipating it as the books are more and more successful like before this book came out we were like oh we feel like it's we're coming yeah. it's coming the, but, the, but you're like you can't have this much success without having an element of Irish you know grudgery yeah, yeah or not yeah. just just people who just don't want to get it or just want you know it's it's not going to be for everyone that's fine there's stuff I don't like either but it hasn't really come not really We're I mean really maybe, maybe it's happening somewhere but people don't tag us in it we don't see it yeah. Yeah. you know that we don't <laughs> see the whatsapp groups there's no screenshots ignorance bliss <laughs> yeah. exactly ignorance really is bliss it is. like I think if you were to go looking for negativity, you could really do yourself some damage. Yeah. You can and definitely say that about any, like, it's just, you'll always find it if you go look and I think you're dead yeah. right. You will yeah. just find it and upset it's yourself. It's not worth yeah. it. It's just not worth no it. Way. You know, it's not going to be for everyone, but it does turn out to be for a lot of people and that's great for us. And we can't believe we've been so lucky and that negativity really hasn't been part of the experience. Um, so it's great. Long may it continue. <laughs> kind of leads me on to my next question, though. If anyone follows Sarah on Instagram, they'll know you do enjoy reading the Amazon reviews. Oh, oh I do. <laughs> I'm a glutton for positive punishment. and negative. Like, do yeah. you do you? It's it, it's very funny, but I can imagine. Like, do you find it hard not to read them, or do you? I forget about. Is them it more for a curiosity, while. and then you just go back and look? Yeah. Or? Now, to be fair, we don't have like we don't have that many one star reviews. But there are a couple. What was you? You unearthed one recently. Oh, was it the one about she didn't want the book to end? Or was that was that? The oh, yeah, one star. One star. Didn't want the book to end. One star. There was, there was one okay. one star review on Amazon, and it was like loved this book. Didn't want it to end. One, one star, star because it ended, and it was like oh. <laughs> that's not how the star review system works. <laughs> no, Helena <laughs> didn't understand Helena how the system worked. It. Or they'll complain because like a page fell out or something, or Amazon were late delivering it. Yeah, or the um, man threw it in the bush. One star, and you're one like one star. Well, now you're really <laughs> again we haven't had a huge amount of negativity in terms of reviews either like there's always going to be bad reviews oh there was you a can't... terrible one on Goodreads oh yeah that oh. I ca- actually came across I was writing uh, I write a column for uh, the Sunday Business Post and I was actually writing about reading reviews which I don't really do but Sarah would do more I than pass me. on any information to her <laughs> that's so kind Sounds like you you read their reviews and I'm like I, I don't want to know I, I don't like, want to know yeah I was like we got one three star and she was just like who was it I need to know <laughs> <laughs> but this girl it, I, I don't know who she is, but yeah, it was a good re- reads review, and she had reviewed the second book, The Importance of Being Ashling, but she hadn't read it. She refused. So to she read was it. like, "I hated the first book so much. I can only imagine the second one is tripe, etc., etc." So she had reviewed the book without having read it, and I was just like. That is just so not like okay. Give the first one a bad review if you want. Yeah. I don't care. But like, and it That's was so. Spiteful. She'd gotten both of them was, as gifts. As gifts. Then I was like, I feel like she's. I've wronged this part. It was so spiteful was that I was really like, nasty. I've wronged this person somehow in yeah. life. I but I like know. to think she was a real dry shite, and somebody kept giving her Ashling books. Yeah. <laughs> like, loosen up, Katrina. <laughs> Yeah, Katrina. Yeah, imagine going out of your way to do that. Like. But surely that's good reads. Do you know what, what I mean? Can I do like, to upset these surely people? that violates the rules. You cannot review a book you haven't read, Katrina. Yeah, it's number one. She had tagged it. Will never read. I was like, oh, shove it up your hole. <laughs> <laughs> but but we did. We there's not much. But you know, we're fine. Totally fine. Sweetness and light. Don't read the bad reviews, guys. <laughs> um, obviously, like the success speaks for itself. And now Ashling, there's a German Ashling. 
Fair ja, place where yeah. yeah. OMG Dee's Ashling. Classe. How does that work? I was actually wondering about that. A woman like, called Barbara has to translate yeah. God bless her. And all the Irishisms get translated just into yeah, German. Yeah, we like. actually got an email off her. Um, She's I'm doing the second book now. Yeah, so she has just been translating the second book in the past month or so. And I got an email off her last week and it was like, going really well, you know, managing to translate everything. Just had a few questions. So what were the ones she sent? She was wondering. What are O'Neill's? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it was like, I threw on my O'Neill's and she was like, what can this possibly mean? <laughs> so I had to like send her a link to O'Neill's Tracksy Bottoms. And then she was wondering what the phrase to like, like they saw her coming you know if you you know be like oh I, they, she, they saw Swizzer. me coming and yeah. swizzed her oh, out yeah. or something she couldn't get her head around what that meant and then I remember in the first book she, a purple snack really she had no idea <laughs> what that was is this illegal <laughs> I, we love getting those emails they're so funny yeah. because you can't predict what people aren't going to get yeah. and it was the same when it was published in the UK like such funny like an ESB poll was one that was I, yeah they didn't get they don't have county jerseys you know, they don't have... Any, all GAA terminology. Monster they were just, I remember there was... Meanies, they don't have meanies. There was, I think, you know, Gales, like, so you might call a football team, the Gales, yeah. and they were like, does this mean gala? Are they having a gala? And I was like, oh, <laughs> honey, no. Oh, sweetie, no. the opposite, <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Is there plans to bring Ashling elsewhere in the country or is that under under in the, world, in the world in the world? Yeah. We have deals for Korea, Czech Republic. Oh my god, what? that's insane. We just found the, the cover of the Slovakian. Oh my god, oh, was it Slovakian, yeah. I think SK was the end of the web address. Is that Slovakian? Well, we have a Slovakian book deal anyway. Yeah, so you, you get. <laughs> so you hope, fingers crossed. <laughs> you get emails. You get emails via the agency, and they're like, so and so publishers in the Czech Republic would like to publish Ashling in their language, and we think this is a good deal. Now, the deals are always quite low. If it's a small market like that, it's, you know, it's not life-changing amounts of money or anything <laughs> not even day-changing you're, <laughs> you're just like 
yeah, yeah sure if you think it's good and you're my agent yeah. we'll, let's do this let's bring her to Slovakia yeah. and who do you think the audience are are they like Irish people living over there no because they're translated so see we never thought that Ashling had international appeal yeah like we we made it so Irish we made absolutely no effort to make it appeal to a broader market <laughs> dead but right. it seems like even, <laughs> even after we had international deals we, we still made, more made Irish. no no yeah you're dead right that's <laughs> the most Irish way to yeah. be yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't give them the satisfaction <laughs> <laughs> we did bring in an English lad. Well, the, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, that'll keep the Brits happy. Yeah. Just, there's James now. An, handsome, an English ride. <laughs> he is divine. Yeah. I would love Thank to see you. who's going to play him in the movie. It's Speaking of, there's a page Oscar online. Have you seen? You probably have seen this. I was googling you the other day, and there's a like a I don't know. It's not Reddit. It's like another like fan group page. Is it and a wiki have, type thing or yeah, something? Really oh my god! Weird. Is there and an Ashing like, wiki that like suggested pe- like Irish celebs who could oh, no play way. each character? And no, it's like Sir Sharon and some kind of wiki thing. But I put, put, put that down for the Insta. Yeah, Sir <laughs> Sharon and it plays Ashling and like yeah, there's a Gleason in there. Is Sir like the dream? Everybody wants. She gets mentioned a lot. We think she's too cool. She might be a good side. She's the dream side. She'd be a better. I think she'd be a better side. around in a cos sack. Yeah. And yeah. as for Ashling, we get asked this a lot. People, I, I don't know. We'd like somebody unknown. We yeah, think she's yeah. gonna have to. Be I think unknown. you'd have to get a very unknown. kind of plain gal. Um, <laughs> we hey. are available. <laughs> hey, actresses, our diaries are very free. <laughs> Contact Element Films if you're plain of face. <laughs> uh, we actually get a message from somebody once saying, "I'm super plain. Yeah. I could play Ashling." Um, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know who'll play Ashling. The, the casting isn't... But it'll be coming up, I'd say, it'll maybe in the, what stage in the is new the year. Movie up now? We are about to write the, fo- fifth, the fourth, draft. fifth draft yeah, it, of yeah. the screenplay, but we've consoled ourselves. Well, our, our production company have consoled us by saying, some people go through 20 drafts, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're, we're about to write, I'd say, the final draft before it goes to a director. So we're currently creating like a list of dream directors and they've mentioned some names and it's all very exciting and of course we can't say anything of course we can't yeah. say anything oh, it's very hush hush you know showbiz I'm <laughs> getting in on that as an yeah, yeah. I'll do it for free <laughs> but it's it started to become really real that they're actually going to make it into a movie and I find that quite terrifying for the I longest time ask, yeah are you do you feel a bit precious about the words are you a bit it's not precious about some it's it's more how do we make sure we translate it from the book onto the screen and yeah. that's really re- anyone who's watched a film of a book they really love will know that more often than not it's not done right so that's a real pressure but when you go to do it you realise how it's hard really it is hard. to adapt that's what I was going to ask yeah. as well because again watching it on Insta like it seems it's been impossible. so challenging <laughs> yeah. we the first couple of drafts were like blood sweat and tears went into them we and were like just... we're really truly horrifically oh bad. I, I the other day I was like Emer how much would I have to pay you to go back and read draft to back one? and read oh the like... scenes the scenes that we put in <laughs> Jesus Christ why didn't someone she stop was, us we, I'm sure it's okay to say this but in an early draft there was a scene with Ashling and John in a restaurant which isn't in the book and we had a, we had a, a waiter who pretend oh my oh it was a, a waiter. French restaurant but he was from Tipperary we were like what's funny oh it's a waiter from Tipperary who's pretending to be French and like what were we doing just stick to the books <laughs> No, no, but the thing is, they they encouraged us. We work very closely with the head of development and you do have to write outside the box and outside your comfort zone to get, you need her to get places as you're, you know, writing the film. So, you know, it was, we needed to do it. Yeah. But now the more recent draft is much more true to the book, which feels a bit more authentic and it feels a bit more like our Ashling movie again. And And you can really see why in adaptations, 
so much is left out because if you've made the entire book into a film it would be a Lord of the Rings style yeah. trilogy like you'd be there all night and our book our film has to be 90 minutes long 90 minutes and yeah. if that's just the first book or is it it's all just the, no it's just oh, it's the, the first, first book, book. Yeah. yeah 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 so who Mad. knows will there be sequels definitely <laughs> I don't know like just based I'll off I'll make it yeah. <laughs> I'll do it for free <laughs> Brie actually works in television we could do this okay you're hard budget production yeah, we're just dying to muscle our, our way in any way we can <laughs> like um, do you want to play a game? Did you have more questions? I was going to ask about imposter syndrome before we get oh, into yeah, the games. Yeah, do that. I'm going to go dark and then light. <laughs> um, but you did mention that at the start, and I think yeah. it's so, something that I've spoken about with even my female colleagues about just constantly feeling like you're going to be. Well, for me anyway, it's about feeling like you're going to be caught out, or the rogue's going to come out from yeah. under you. Yeah. How have you combated that? Because you said you're getting better at it. Like, what do you do, or what advice can you give for people who? any creative who's in a similar position now and who is just seems to be constantly doubting themselves well I think if you have any sort of success at all and anyone who's just working and going forward in their work must be doing something right so it's just telling yourself look if I wasn't doing it right I wouldn't be doing the work yeah you have to own it like we were up until quite recently really bad at being like oh we're just two clowns who made a Facebook page and sure here we are and we don't know how we did it but like why are we doing that we worked really hard and we you know blood sweat and tears into these books and their successes so when we went to write the second book we were a bit like what like genuinely to each other what if we are just a one trick pony like what if we just got lucky and then the second book came out and it did even better than the first book and it's like no actually we are good at this but we have to tell each other that as well yeah. like we have to motivate each other but like, like I still have in the back of my mind going every, it's everyone am I am I being had like because I really feel like I can't do anything that's as good as people say it is so it, that's imposter syndrome but I, you just have to keep you just have to say you have to, to shout down the voice just yeah. shout yeah. down um, and you know the more successful you are the more people to listen to what you say and that can be a real confidence boost as well like we've been in meetings where we'll think we're just having like a, a casual chat and people are like taking notes you know what Looking TV shows tea. do you guys like to, to watch and we're just like oh have you seen that blah, blah. and they're like <laughs> writing it down it's like, we're like have you heard of The Simple Life with Paris and Nicole <laughs> cultural cultural touch point like icon teen mom is one of our favorite. <laughs> oh but when people listen when you speak that is also a confidence boost as well so you have to just build on those little things yeah and it's a real uh woman thing to have the imposter syndrome and to think oh i don't deserve to be in this room or whatever whatever but we work with loads of really successful women we're obviously too you know it's just surrounding yourself as well with people who are going to be like no you're obviously good enough to be here and keep and there's going. a real appetite for women in comedy as well at the moment especially irish women like ashley b is doing great yeah. things and like sharon horgan our queen is doing amazing things so i guess you have to kind of it's aspirational I guess yeah. to me you know you, you, what is it you can't be what you can't see yeah gorgeous <laughs> divine uh, right do you ever get a moment sorry just one more question before the game it's do so you ever get a weird. moment just to celebrate like just to what do you do yeah you Sarah's Sarah's really good at being like no we let's go let's do something nice or let's you know have I a don't glass get of fizz much, or whatever so. <laughs> I'm always keen to Sarah's do something. Sarah's got a few rugrats at home, so she <laughs> yeah. has to get out. I know we do try and, and have a little like celebratory dinner here and there, just, just you know. Stock. And we're we're good to each other. Like yeah. we support each other a lot. So I think that's very uh, important yeah. in, in a partnership. Or I don't know how people are always like, oh, people must fight all the time in partnerships. It's just so stressful. Who needs the stress? Yeah. Whenever we have a minute, we like to go for a nice lunch. Good to ourselves. We're good yeah, to ourselves. Yeah, we ourselves. And we don't talk about work. We just talk about, I don't know, Instagram and stuff. <laughs> Teen mom. <laughs> Where's your favourite place to go for lunch? Oh, oh, we like Forest Avenue. Forest Avenue. If it's a special oh, location. It's Forest Avenue. It's over on the south side 
Um, well, that's why I wouldn't order. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite fancy. Wouldn't darken my door there. It's quite fancy, but not super expensive. No, oh, but if, it's, if you want to go for a nice lunch or a nice dinner, yeah, bougie, uh-huh. like, like yeah. um, yes, bougie and but amazing service. Um, and the last time we went there, we were supposed to have lunch with our agent, but she got caught on another call, so she was just like, order whatever you like, order champagne, whatever. So we just had this great lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have to have any work. Like, chat. how often does someone say to you, order whatever you like, and yeah. I'll pay for it when I? Like that's like not doesn't happen to us very often. So she we, came at like, the end and paid the bill. It was heaven. Yeah. That's yeah. my so that's if we're going somewhere fancy if we just are having a quick bite in town we're very partial to a pie a pie pizza pie 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 is very good we have been to pie we have simple tastes yeah (laughs) sometimes simple but refined yeah Yeah. speaking of simple do you want to play a game simple and refined (laughs) Hmm, yes let's kick off um this is this the first game we've played on the show I don't think so, but I'm... Anyway, yeah, let's just go with it. The best, undoubtedly. So we've invited you here to play a game that we like to call Notions Notions Are Nice. nice. (laughs) We didn't even rehearse that. And this is where Shane puts in the game show music. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so basically myself and Breed have come up with a list of a few things each and we're going to put them to you and you have to decide whether Ashling would think they are notions or or nice. nice. Okay. Okay. Very good. Bree, do you want to kick things off? No, you go first because mine okay. is weird. So the first one is CrossFit. Notions oh. are nice. Oh, notions. Health too notions. Aggressive. Yeah. Too aggressive. The streets are Ashling's gym. <laughs> the streets are free. The streets are MBTs. Like, just yes. All you need is a good pair of runners. I'm writing that down. Yeah. No burpees for Ashling. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> um, boot tights. <laughs> do you know boot tights? I imagine boot tights out. Boot tights. There's a new Titan Sarah hasn't been told. <laughs> this is a joke. Just coming into boot season. It's like the most common thing I've ever speak about on this podcast. But there's these these tights you can get in pennies, and they have like instead of the seam on the toe, it's a sock. So it just like oh. fits you like a sock, but it's oh, tight. Oh, would, nice. I would nice. say Ashling would think nice. Yeah, all over that. Pennies as well. I'm obsessed. Oh, with double whammy. This is at least the second time she's no, mentioned this. I think it's the third or fourth. She's like, like I'm not tight. I'm like, breed. Just <laughs> leave the boot tight. Are you worried about them in hindering the size of boot you're wearing? Because if you're wearing a tight. Oh, no, That's I thought, what I I'm overthinking. Is it another layer? Yeah, is it thick? Like, is she thick? It's literally just from like wear a normal ankle sock. And there's Goes. a sock it's, instead of a tight. I'm going to send you a picture. <laughs> I have them So it's moulded to the foot. I've often put an ankle sock over a tight in very yeah, cold weather. Yeah, I put them under. Yeah. yeah. So I hate the seam on the toes or else I'll put them inside yeah, out. The I'd put them over if I was wearing like fishnets because then you, you get the fishnet oh, like imprint on you and it's a bit uncomfortable. This is a revelation. Nice, definitely. Would nice. recommend. Nice. Bandwagons where you come to learn. <laughs> um, next up for me, air fryers. Notions are nice. Oh, Ashling has nice. one in the back of the press. Yeah. And what does she use it for? Yeah, chips. What, whatever. Chips. Yeah. You can do loads of things in those jokes. No, but she wouldn't. She bought it in with a notion of I'm going to air fry everything and it's going to change my life. And then after three days, she was like, No, I can't. It's Back easier to the oven. just to the oven. <laughs> yeah, to put them on the tray. So it's kind of half and half. She bought them with notions. Probably in the la- little. Pink, yeah, the little aisle. Yeah, yeah, she didn't yeah. get the T-Fell branded one. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh lord, no, 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 no. Who, no, no. who she can she crash all the way? She, she might take a fit every four months and dig it out and do one dinner and then go no. Yeah. Um, podcasts. Ooh. Notions are nice. Or people starting podcasts. <laughs> this feels very pointed. No, it's no. <laughs> pointed at all. We've gotten it all, so we're not offended. I would say nice, but I would say Ashling is a recent convert to podcasts, and I'd say it might be limited to maybe a Desert Island Discs. Or cereal. She's just getting into cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's texting cousins, guide. have you heard of this thing, cereal? And they're like, yeah, three years ago, Ashling. <laughs> <Yeah. Ashling. laughs> 
But um, she would worry now about podcasts taking up space on her phone. Yeah. That would, oh, they do take up a lot of memory. Concern. Like, yeah. I don't think I even have the podcast app on my phone. I definitely shouldn't be saying this, but I listen to everything on Spotify anyway. So it just takes up a lot of Dream memory. It. Like, yeah. Not it. if you listen to it and delete it. Like, one of the anyway, most rattling things I've done in recent years was buy spend more on a phone that had more storage. Oh, it yeah. nearly killed me. But Ashing I did never. it. Ashing would never. The cheapest phone going. <laughs> oh, do you remember the days when you used to just get the external like memory card? So yeah, even if your phone was like, SDs. yeah, but iPhones Micro never SDs. took those, did they? No, no, which is the thing. Damn that. Extremely irritating. No. Yeah, sorry. Bingo local notions are nice. Hmm. I can't imagine. I. I think, I think the idea she would enjoy the idea of it is nice but I can't imagine the, her the reality of Bingo Loco would horrify her yeah. I think just a lot of a lot of noise and shouting <laughs> but at the same time it's a lot of like Westlife yeah. like it's very like the argument that some of my friends make who hate Bingo Loco because they say it's organised fun and it's a lot of nurses and teachers it's and a lot of like so office then I'm like, parties yeah, yeah. so then I'm like that's very Ashing's buzz, but it I do is. also think you're right that she'd get there and she'd be like, get me out of this. I think yeah, it might a be much. a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. As an Ashling myself who has been to Bingo Loco <laughs> and left. Shortly oh, yeah, you didn't enjoy it. No, no, I didn't enjoy it at all. I, th- I think it depends on which one you go to. It depends. The one I was at wasn't hugely enjoyable. But I think Ashling would like the idea of it, but maybe, maybe just a, a disco bingo. Maybe a local, I mean, like a local yeah, disco yeah, bingo. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, keep it Absolutely. simple. Yeah. Um, I forgot it was my turn. Sustainable fashion. Oh God, now. Oh, her heart is in the right place, yeah. but she cannot pass by pennies. Yeah. <laughs> Who can? But I think, as with everyone, not just Ashlings in the world, everyone is now sitting up and taking notice and going like, Oh God, I have to try and, I have to try and do my bit. So she, she. If we're go really being honest, she thinks it's notions, but she knows it's you know it's she necessary. Notions. She has to try. She yeah. definitely donated to the Rainforest Alliance. So do you know what oh, I mean? She God, was sure. very worried about the poor creators. And I like. know they have occasional things in H and M that are like Ashling was recycling before anyone else was, purely because well, she's see, a rule follower. Like, well. yes. It's just because of the rules, and it's like there's a bin for it. Why would you not put it in the bin? <laughs> so correct bins are very important to Ashling. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, it really appeals to her recycling. And she does enjoy nature. refusing a straw in certain situations. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Not in my yeah. gin and tonic. <laughs> um, cold brew coffee. Notions. Oh, absolute nice. notions. Notions <laughs> of the notions. highest order. She does not go for cold caffeinated beverages. She likes her tea hot. <laughs> Rightly so. Rightly so. And finally, the ploughing championships. Oh, nice. 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 <laughs> nice. My mother's there today. She sent me a picture from her Nokia phone that is actually branded Nokia. The photograph has... Has a Nokia brand on it. A mate, like how a old, watermark. Yeah. <laughs> how old school is that? What? Like a Nokia yeah. filter, like that you'd get on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That is got. Have you I, been before? I've never been. Sarah's been. I am such a cult sheet that we used to get a day off school to go to the playing match. Yeah, I went in primary school once, and I have PTSD because it was the wettest day. It always ever. It always rained. Today I the sun soaked. came out in Fenna. Oh yeah. Everyone's very excited, but we used to go and do just like a lot of underage drinking there. Oh, well, I was probably nine, so like... Okay, you were... I'm a good bit older than you. <laughs> you were in primary school. I was in secondary school. Yeah, yeah, different dad. schools. Different. I've never been to... But we, I grew up in Kildare and we used to get days off school for the Punchestown race. Same thing, same yeah. thing, pretty much. But you'd have no interest as a child. Oh, geez, so I never things, went. You know? Yeah. Just got a few days off school. <laughs> but you go and you might get chips or whatever. Yeah. Just I love chips. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't travel for chips? <laughs> That's all I have to contribute to the conversation. Would you go if you were asked? I got asked to do it this year for um, a radio show, but I couldn't. Um, I was going to say you've three more books after this do you? Two. 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 Oh yeah. wow. 
And is there a plan after that? Or is it, or do you see that as being like the natural conclusion to Ashling's story? Or yeah. would there be any potential for spin-offs? Maybe a short story about Peter. <laughs> some fanfic. Um, no, that's we, we, maybe some topless fanfic about Peter. <laughs> we have the uh, overall story arc planned for Ashling, and it do, it finishes at book five. Okay. So that is going to be the end of it, and we're really excited to do the yeah. next two books and to you know for we everything to conclude. Really thought beyond that. I mean, never say never, obviously, but we 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 wanted to finish at five. We probably would have finished at three, only we thought about it and went, no, like there is enough in her and it would be a shame to like not do like a proper full story arc yeah and we're glad we're doing five and it's enjoyable like we want to keep this going for as long as we can because you know in two more years that's it that's the end of our contracts and things and we did toy with the idea originally of doing a pro uh, a prequel yeah so that's something maybe down the line i don't know i think that'd be really fun it could be really fun late teens early 20s ashley yeah Uh, because one of the big things about her and john who's her boyfriend when the first book starts is that he was her 17th kiss at her 21st and that's kind of a theme that goes on through the books so i think we'd like to see that happen it'd be fun to go back and actually see the 21st and see them meeting but i mean we haven't thought beyond that but you never know what aspect of you do you think is closest to Ashling? like what is your biggest Ashlingism? i'm quite a rule follower you surely are yeah <laughs> i am too and i don't like i, I, I don't that. like to inconvenience people i probably do all the I time i stepped but I... out in traffic on the way here wow Emer was <laughs> jaywalking that to me he just blindly was, walking in front of cars I was, breathe, screaming. My life, I was just trying to save her life there was a bike coming straight for her yeah I was trying to die <laughs> but that's the kind of thing I do but Emer would you know she saved my life <laughs> um, and yeah what's my most Ashling? I mean it's real Ashling cliche but you and the drying is oh, just unbelievable sorry like, you actually do yeah. speak quite a lot about drying has been such a day for drying I got two loads out <laughs> I'm planning yeah. on doing sheets tomorrow I went over to Sarah's earlier and I had I feel like I I need to get her approval she I was like to... I was like I have a wash out I have a wash out in the line she was like I have two oh. <laughs> you don't even need to look at like AccuWeather like I just look at Sarah's Twitter and yeah. it's like I have the drying out now I'm like fuck I need to get a wash on sometimes <laughs> I do tweet and people need to hear it it's like put your your stuff out on the line I wish I could get it as a push notification to be honest <laughs> maybe, just exclusively maybe, from you oh my god we're gonna, we're gonna pivot into we'll a weather app, app. We'll <laughs> app a drying app um, I just have one more question as a pair who work together what advice would you have for us as a pair who also well you guys are doing great <laughs> keep doing what you're doing um, make sure and mix pleasure with your business yeah, yeah so socialise a lot um, not too much before big radio interviews <laughs> and like like we do get asked a lot do you fight and we don't because well a because we've been friends for years and what do we have to fight about but i feel like if you do feel maybe that there is something brewing or that you're going to head towards some kind of you know bad feeling between you just knock it on the head because it's such a waste of energy yeah. like keep the lines of communication open yeah. be always in contact yeah definitely and be nice we're to always each on other. to each other be nice to each other because nobody else is going to be as nice to each other as you two are going to be to each other so just mind each other <laughs> and, but we're it's very it's really nice to have a collaborator when things are tough like when we have to do like events where we have to speak on stage and stuff it's really hard to do that yeah. kind of thing we're not confident speakers um, and what we have to do like traveling around and you know it's nice to have a partner for those like long trips when we're going to apple green and getting sweets and all but it's also nice to have someone to share successes with yeah, yeah. so you know if we get really good news about books or figures or whatever it's lovely to have someone to go oh my god you know you were there for all this nobody yeah. else understands it so you know share the good times and that yeah that's nice 
I that actually have a confession nice. to make as well. This is completely irrelevant. I listen to the audiobooks and the girl who does, because I'm just the slowest reader and a bit of an audiophile, but uh, the girl who does the audiobooks is incredible. Yeah, Amy McAllister. People loved She's, them. Yeah. I loved her, yeah. yeah. She did the accents. I just thought she was great. Yeah, yeah. she is great. Yeah, just people. wanted to let you know. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, we get a thumbs up from Reese. People, people really love the audiobooks, and we get a lot of, like you know p- women who are new moms or people who do a lot of driving or just people who don't read a whole lot yeah. and they just they really love them. So, yeah, all three are available on audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> Before we move on to mini bandwagons, I just want to say thanks for thanks for coming in. And if you have anything else you want to plug, obviously the new book is out now. Plug away. Uh, no. Tell the people. It's a great. It's going to be a great Christmas. It's very present. popular. <laughs> very popular with people. I just the finished book. it today. It's the best of the three. Oh, honestly, I've seen a lot of people say that as well. And I was like, we I don't know. The other two are pretty good, and it definitely is. We weren't expecting that because, again, imposter syndrome. We were like, oh, here's another put of shite. We're after <laughs> churning out. <laughs> <laughs> but because we're, you know, we're new to all this, we are getting better at writing books as well. So our first one, you know, it's not my fave, Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the second one, yeah, I think it's better. But I'm, I have to. To go back and read this one. I, I, I'm kind of recoiling when I see it now. I'm afraid to look at it. You do get sick of looking. You just need a bit of space yeah. between them. Yeah, and, come back yeah. and then they become like blank pages at the end. Like there's no, I could read it and there's no laughter. There's no. And then know. people will come back and say, "Oh, I love this bit," and you're like, "Oh yeah, that bit yeah, actually that is good. quite nice." You forget it's when people say it back to you. You're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, maybe yeah, that bit was really funny." funny. <laughs> so that is, oh my god, what a complete ashing! The importance of being ashing and the newest one, once, twice, three times an ashing. Mm-hmm. They're all out now. Yeah. in select and the best all bookshops, bookshops. all the good ones Tesco get them Tesco <laughs> little, little, literally everywhere <laughs> everywhere little get, really get them now sometimes you get them in a deal yeah, yeah. there you go now Divine keep your eyes peeled Breed mini bandwagons what have we got this week um, so I've been telling you a lot about this video but I've been binging this really good podcast no way yeah have I mentioned it no I don't it's think so it's called Off Menu by Ed oh yes yeah, sorry yeah, yeah. Um, they're two British comedians they're uh, they basically have a podcast and it's just they get other British comedians on to talk about their like death row meal or their ideal dinner and it's really really funny I what would it. what would your ideal dinner be? Uh, probably an onion bhaji and chicken tikka masala what would your ideal dinners be? I stress about this question all the time we Do talk we, about it quite a lot oh we talk about it constantly on those long journeys and I horrify people by saying McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> see mine would have to have so many different types of chips mm. like all the different genres of potato products just carbs yeah. like gratin and McDonald's chips oh, but gratin. then I like a chunky chip sometimes roasties twice fried chips Sarah, Sarah's a vegetarian but we'll still go to a carvery just for the selection of potato products there's yeah. so many now at the I mean carveries. where else would you get it like you would love this podcast yeah. I think I'd have to go with mac and cheese or something. Oh yeah, sorry. Or like, to ask you. <laughs> but I say that as if I have like very dignified tastes. Like when I eat popcorn for the majority of my diet, like I would probably just say popcorn. Like yeah, really? the kernels you pop though. Yeah, you, you eat it constantly, and it would be your death row meal. Yeah, come on. Yeah, you could have anything in the I world. Just, anything from that's a vehicle for salt. Like I'm just cool. <laughs> or butter. Hook it to my veins. Um, What's next, Brady? So that podcast comes out every Wednesday uh, and it's weekly, and it's very, very gas. Um, up next, Tiny House Nation is back. What's Tiny House Nation? Have you talked about this before? <laughs> uh, I have, but I don't know if you have. It's a uh, this series. <laughs> it's on... creeps who live in sheds. <laughs> it's basically people what? who. Yeah. That's an alternative title. <laughs> <laughs> creeps who live it's in sheds. A Netflix series it's back for season two it's basically these people who want to downsize and live in like refurbished prefabs oh so it's just the double housing crisis is it? <laughs> it's sure. sheds. They're in more sheds. glamorous more glamorous um it's it's really stressful to watch how these people like fit everything into the size of like a shipping container but it's 
It's funny like I don't know if it's I funny I think I've seen an extreme version of it Where people People's aim is to live in the smallest possible yeah. space they can And it's just really stressful The and most efficient like, oh, oh, I will really It's like living on a boat flash. But not with the crack of living on a boat <laughs> <laughs> I saw one and the guy was like They had like their What they absolutely had to have in it And one of them was He needed an area to play his banjo like if you in only have shed. the size of a prefab and you're like well one corner has to be for banjo imagine play. getting Dermot Bannon to host that like he would, <laughs> his brain would explode like yeah. <laughs> so that's back do give it a watch if you're very hungover and, and that's want on, to fall asleep when something's on and that's on Netflix it's on Netflix divine um, and uh, my final one is Ariana Grande is in town she sure is She's when this comes about. out she will be <laughs> she'll be not around I might be going I am don't I, know yet am I going to if I'm going, you might be going, but um, um, I could potentially be reviewing it. So I might be just buy exciting. a ticket. I'd say it should be worth it now, to be honest. If anyone is going... She's um, playing Sunday, Monday and Wednesday. So when this comes out, she'll have two shows down. What's well, she going to do on Monday and Tuesday? She's going to bop around. She was in where Glasnevin Cemetery the last time. She loves yeah. Glasnevin Cemetery. She, loved she brought it. the dog. I'll hang out there waiting for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just lurking. <laughs> oh my God, Guinness yeah. Storehouse? Where probably? would you find her? No, she's... She Jameson? Do, she wanted Jameson? Yeah. Um... On a rickshaw, just bopping it. Just <laughs> um, if anyone's going to the third night, you probably definitely already know this from the fact the first two nights have been on, but you can only bring clear, tiny bags, which they sell in pennies, and she sells on her website, so pick them up. Otherwise, you won't be able to bring any of your stuff oh, yeah. inside. Fair. Just FYI. That's going to be a cracker. So, yeah, keep an eye out. You might see her bopping around with her big ponytail. Just swinging. Just swinging in her. Nobody can, <laughs> Nobody see, can see the visual, though. Just okay, my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> big thanks to our guests again, Sarah Breen, Emer, Where can people find you on Instagram? I'm at Emer the Screamer. And I'm at Sarah JB. Is it the same as Twitter? Yeah. I think it is, yeah. yeah. Well done, Sarah. Very funny across <laughs> all platforms. Yeah, I um, would recommend. Thank you so much for listening to us again. I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. And we shall see you next week. Yeehaw. friends we're here to tell you about a very exciting event we have coming up yeah we're doing our first ever live show as part of the dublin podcast festival next month no two months the 16th of november we have no concept of time no time is a man-made construct we're going to be in the podcast studio um playing to some lovely people we're going to be talking about some throwback bandwagons for the low low price of 15 euro yeah it's gonna be a great night be sure to get your tickets on Ticketmaster. Yeah, they're on sale now. There's uh, should be maybe five left, maybe, maybe three, even less. I think. Yeah, maybe only half a ticket. It's you might gonna have to sit in someone's lap. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Lizzo like all over again. Like I, Noel Rock's gonna be on about the ticket outing. Anyway, get your tickets. <laughs> we'll just come. We're not, are we selling it? Just come, please. Bye.